0: One more speedruns speedrunners, noobs and leads, welcome once again to the Union Gamer Podcast! Here we are back on the pod once again, we've got Scruff over there in Washington DC. Hello everybody. We've got Andy Roberts. Hello. And also in the studio with me here we have my angel. Hello. Right. Now, I must uh first of all confess as we just found out mm-hmm. uh, as we uh, as, as we got ourselves started that I'm a little bit out of sorts
1: today. I and do. so some standard features of the show may not be present. Um, do, you to, do you want to explain to our, our lovely dear listeners uh, why that's the case, and therefore to garner some sympathy yeah. so they're not furious at you for not preparing a lovely quiz?
0: Well, exactly. So uh, I, I had a busy day at work, and I left early to come back, prepare the quiz, get everybody ready for the uh, for the pods, because we did multiple pods today. Um, and then I fell off my bike on the God, way home from bike. work yeah, and caused myself... Injuries. Oh no, there's a flappy plaster on his hand. sporting now, yeah, it's it's come loose. So I'm a little bit, I was a little bit out of sorts, and then we had to do the other pod, and by the time this one came, zero preparation. So what that means (laughs) is that the pressure is on the rest of you to perform above and beyond.
2: On the plus side, I had. I have fifteen yes. minutes to prepare uh, because you locked me in your garden for fifteen minutes Good. while you were recording the other podcast. So I did that. I did research during that fifteen minutes. So there I am. I am carrying you today, sir. So
0: Perfect. I will definitely be carried.
1: Um, you've got a hand injury there. Are you I going do. to be okay to play video games?
0: No. What? No. No. Oh, I actually. No. Is no. no, it a problem? I was trying to play. I'm trying. I oh, don't know. Stop. If, stop, don't the know, don't stop the pod. Stop the pod. See oh. right now. But I'm injured. We're oh, showing actually, that on the oh, webcam. That's,
2: <laughs> that's, that's pretty brutal. That is actually quite a nasty graze you've got there. <laughs> it's not. It's not great. So uh,
0: I can only. Uh, I can only play like you know adventure games where I just have to click one. But I could probably play Detroit Become Human.
1: Yeah, you could. Because you don't
0: you really need to do much playing. it. Well, no, indeed.
2: Um,
3: so, oh, but I, I hear it's very. Uh, uh, QTE heavy though so good luck trying to keep up with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh that's true. If there's like pressure on yeah, gonna... yeah.
2: if you've got to use your palm to rotate one of the sticks <laughs> you might be in trouble.
0: Well, so yeah, so I am I'm I'm sporting that injury but the pod must go on and it shall and it shall go on. So we'll start as we usually do with a roundup of this week's news. So who's got some news for me?
2: Well, Matt, you were talking about the big news, I think, weren't you? So I think the biggest news that came out this week was uh well, I say the announcement, uh, Fallout 76 from Bethesda. Oh, yeah, they did so, a sort
0: of massively long teaser thing, didn't they? It wasn't on, that on long,
2: but it was, it was very much a, a sort of teaser trailer building into E3. So, oh, I thought uh,
0: they showed like a bobblehead for like six hours or something on YouTube.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, there was a, there yeah. was a counter down <laughs> that, that was leading to the trailer. It was like a, a sort of stream where everyone was getting excited because it showed the little oh, bobblehead. Okay. But uh, when it actually came out, the teaser trailer didn't have a huge amount of information on it. But... Effectively, it's going to be a Fallout game that's not like a Fallout game. So we think. I, rumors, what, does that, what, what does that mean? Well, well, there was a little bit in the middle that that was was on the radio, and it was announcing that once the fighting's finished, uh we must rebuild. So the idea is that it's either going to be a base building game set within one of the vaults, well, Vault seventy six, I'm oh. guessing, or it's going to be a survival game, sort of.
1: Thing, but the, the, this is all supposition. Obviously, yeah, this yeah. is what people mm-hmm. are drawing
2: from that little teaser.
1: But, Scruff, uh, what
3: have you heard? I've heard basically just that: that it's probably going to be some sort of online persistent game where you're going to be doing some base building. It may take place shortly after the initial event, uh, where the you know the, 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 the bombs dropped in the Fallout yeah. world. So they're talking like you know three hundred years in the future or hundred years in the future from now, basically. I'm not sure
0: about the no, 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 words track. online and persistent in a fallout game that's so a worry I'm, isn't
2: it I'm thinking it's either going to go one of two ways it's either going to go the Fortnite PvE way where you're building a base and there's a lot of like sort of environmental enemies that you've got to protect from or it might go the sort of Ark Survival Evolved route where you've got a base and other players can come in and attack you I don't like the idea of that but um we'll see uh, they already got
3: precedent with it with Elder Scrolls Online, so it's not like this would be their first round at a rodeo, you know. No, from- no,
2: indeed.
1: Uh, it reminded me of, of of something I did on Fallout 4, which was uh, in one of the one of the game mechanics of Fallout 4 is you kind of you kind of get these kind of base op operations that you can set up all over the map, um, and and when I got my first one set up. Um, because there's all this kind of like weird kind of crafting mechanic that you can do, where you kind of um, create walls and, and, and ceilings and doors and stuff like that. And I and I spent probably a good two or three days thinking, shit. If if we get if this gets attacked, I'm gonna have to make this massive fortress. I spent ages building up this massive fortress. To realize that it makes no difference. Yeah. It makes yeah, no difference. Also, I, I whatsoever. had the same
0: experience. Like when I started doing the building stuff, I thought this could actually be really cool because you could customise these fortresses and you think I'm going to spend some time here I defend it but it never really happened like that all that yeah. happened was whenever you left to go somewhere else you'd come back and it'd be fucked yeah, or they'd yeah. be like Those super mutants everywhere.
1: Yeah, and occasionally you would get a little kind of notification saying, oh no, such and such one of your properties is currently being attacked. And then you go over there, and then just be a couple of mutant guys there, and you just shoot them, and then that'd be it. Um, But it didn't matter what building you did around it, it it made no difference to the attack whatsoever. I I
0: discovered something playing Fallout that you could basically put in all those water purifiers. And what would happen was the water that wasn't used by the villagers in your village. Would become incredibly valuable because clean water obviously has loads of value in that world. So I just built shitloads of these water coolers and just made absolute bank. And that became my <laughs> life in Fallout. It's great times. Nice. Yeah. So Fallout seventy six could be interesting. I'm not sure about the change in game style or mode. You know, I don't know if that's um, necessarily a great thing.
1: I mean, I, I think I think it's one of those things where they are looking. To it's, it's I it's, I don't think they're desperately trying to kind of like permanently change how Fallout works. I think this is a kind of, in a kind of an intermediate game, yeah, yeah, if you yeah. like. While we wait for Fallout Five, this is let's do something else. And also, this is probably there, let's say trying to find some way of 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 you know harvesting some cash out of some kind of subscription based game yeah. or some game where there's microtransactions mm. or something like that. Yeah, it's just that's just the way everything's going everything these had. days.
3: We had, we had a huge transition when Bethesda took over the Fallout you know franchise and from Fallout 2 to Fallout 3, completely different style and
0: play style of games and yeah. it worked out brilliantly for them. Yeah, it's a very good shout, actually. If you remember going back to the early Fallout games, they were very, very different.
2: Yeah, yeah. I preferred them, to be honest. I, three and four haven't really done it for me. I'm, I'm more excited for this one because if it is the thing, if it doesn't have proper combat in it, I've always found combat the weakest part of the Fallout games, so so yes. I'm, I'm quite You're not a fan of that. No, I hate it. I, I yeah. was talking a bit to Andy about it earlier. Andy and John and and I dis I dislike that whole numbers falling out of people in that sort of game and and the fact that you you've got an image of a person and it cuts it down to say right you've got a 75% chance yeah, of this it felt annoying. like it felt like it was showing you the dice rolls that most of those games do but don't show you and, and that, that yeah. dragged me a little bit out of the game so
0: yeah, I'm not not 100% sure.
2: I I, I agree, and I, I've never I was never
1: massively fond of Vats, but at the same time, the the kind of the free fire combat was too shonky to yeah, do anything yeah, with, yeah. and I think that was that's the weakest part of Fallout 4 for me. Mm. So, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they come up with anyway.
2: The thing that annoys me is this will be the third Fallout game that's been announced between Elder Scrolls proper games. Yeah.
0: Well, that's what I was about to say because I think any Bethesda announcement now, I'm mostly excited about the potential that it's going to be a new Elder Scrolls game. Yeah. And when it's not, I'm generally annoyed.
2: There is the chance that this is all uh, trolling by Bethesda and it's going to turn out that Fallout 76 is the next Elder Scrolls game. Get in. <laughs> I would love that. That but. would be great.
0: Yeah, because it's been a very long time now. Obviously, they've milked Skyrim as much as they possibly can, but it yeah. would be nice to have another fantasy RPG from Bethesda.
2: Well, they kind of went all in on the Elder Scrolls Online, and they're still releasing Ugh. content for that but Do you remember when we tried to play oh, that God. one time? Well, I, you played it. I watched you play it, and it, <laughs> it was, was a series of fetch quests. <laughs> it was very bad. Um, so, yes. no, yeah, I'm not, I'm not interested in it. Make a proper game. I,
1: I also wonder if they, if they if they're building from the ground up and doing it properly from the ground up. I, I wonder if they're spending a bit more time on it than they did yeah, on Fallout indeed. 4 which was ridden with bugs all yeah. over the shop and I'm wondering That's if they're true. thinking let's let's if we're going to do this let's do it properly and I, hold it back I
2: properly. I think what what I, I really like about the fact is that I think they're probably thinking a couple of consoles in advance Mm-mm. when they start making it. So that you know, it may well be it doesn't come out on the PlayStation Four. Yeah, it yeah. may be the PlayStation Five, but that does mean that they should be able to get it right. So,
0: so other new stuff that's kind of been blowing around because we've got E3 coming up in just a couple of weeks now, uh-huh. and there's a huge, big, long, long list of uh, big, long list of games that are coming through, in, but some of them are extremely old, are games that we've been talking about for like the last three years that are still on the list what are you thinking about specifically final fantasy 7 remake now this is first of all a remake of a game but are people still excited about that Uh, i was like they talked about it at e3 2015
2: Uh, matt you go because i know i know you like final fantasy more than i do but i probably like Final fantasy 7 more than any of you lot so (laughs) go
3: you probably do because i've never played final fantasy 7 my first entry into it was 10 um but what i'm hearing that's kind of like making me a little squeamish about final fantasy seven remake is have they changed the plan where it was initially going to be broken out into three parts. So they were going to treat it very much like Starcraft two back in the day where you don't get the full story until you get all three games.
2: Basically. Oh, I hadn't heard that, but I've got a more worrying aspect, which is they've changed the combat system to make it more like the later final fantasies.
3: Mm. Uh, so it'll be more active time. Yeah, versus Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. I'm, I'm not down with it. I want an, uh, I want a beautiful-looking port of it, but what annoys me is they changed the art style from that sort of cartoony style, which I wish they'd just done, like you know, a sort of cel-shaded sort of animated version of it. Mm. But instead, they went, "Oh, let's make it look like a current Final Fantasy game." So I'm I'm less interested than, than I was when they first announced it.
1: Is is now the time for me to confess that I've never played a single second of any Final Fantasy game? i think that's fine and that's okay
0: me, me neither
3: no. we, got, it, it, it's <laughs> not, if you're <laughs> in not into
0: jrpgs
3: then no. you will not like this so no. yeah um,
2: i'm i'm far more excited about uh, dragon dragon quest 12 so or is it 11 i can't remember which one. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> dragon, a lot 11. of dragon quests i'm, I'm very excited <laughs> to count <laughs> but but yeah I'm, I'm far more excited with that which is coming out later in the year
0: so, so is there anything else on that e3 list that's gonna, gonna get everybody going yes for Go me, on. uh
2: there's a Call of Cthulhu game. Oh, really? So I, I love 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 Cross. Yeah. Stuff. I, I don't like Lovecraft himself because he, he was clearly a racist, bigoted old man. Like uh, most people from that era. From, from that era, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you read any sort of novels from that yeah. era, most of them were massive racists, homophobes, all that sort of stuff. Um but I'm I'm a bit torn with the Call of Cthulhu one because it's it seems like the first real um sort of high quality Cthulhu game that's come out but uh, it's also a survival horror which I'm not good with because I'm Mm, a coward so uh, (laughs) it'll be interesting to see whether it's that sort of creepy Cthulhu Lovecraftian mythos or whether it's it's an all-out just like Resident Evil clone or something so I'm quite excited by that right yeah,
0: that could be very cool. I certainly can imagine there's some great art design options for a yeah. game like that.
2: Uh, we're also going to probably find out a bit more about Death Stranding, which... Yeah, it's a very good point. We haven't heard about that for a while. No, the, uh, the oil we'll, baby. I doubt we'll know much more than... than. Uh, well, we certainly won't have any more idea as to what it is by the end of E3. Well, but...
0: usually, if it's anything like a Kojima game, you'll play it and you still won't know what yeah, any indeed. of it means. So, uh, yeah, I can imagine that. But I think that must be a big one um, for, for E3, Death Stranding.
2: But the other one that I'm really excited for is Borderlands Three. So Bo- yeah. Borderlands was not good. Borderlands Two was excellent. Um, you know, you think I, we're going to hear something about that? I yeah, haven't yeah. Heard. But Borderlands okay. Three was on the list of uh, uh, the Walmart released uh, oh, yes. pre-orders, so it's almost certainly going to be there. Um,
3: that would make sense because they just, I think, recently announced like initial or Borderlands remastered for the first entry.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm very excited because Two was just absolutely spanking it it was the game that Destiny 2 should have been so um, it was (laughs) it was so good I mean I I don't know if did either of you play Borderlands 2 I did play it a little bit alright so there's something that sums up Borderlands 2 was there was one gun um, I can't remember what it was called but it was cursed and every like it was hugely overpowered compared to its level so when you got it it was hugely powerful but every time you reloaded it, it screamed reload. And yeah. it, it also, every time you shot it, it would just start screaming. So it was <laughs> the most annoying thing. And people thought people thought, all oh, right, I'll just turn down some of the special effects if you turn down the sound effects, everything went low apart from the gun so oh, you could still hear yeah, it. Brilliant. the worst thing is, if while you were shooting it and it was screaming, you switched out to another gun, it infected that gun as well. Oh, that is and like it's just wow. like, this sort of stuff was prevalent in Borderlands that's 2. That's pretty cool, just, yeah. Just, I like that. It's fantastic. And I just want to see what they can do with Borderlands 3. That does sound excellent. Yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I think uh, E3 is going to be just around the corner. I guess there's going to be lots of news that's going to come out of that that we can add. Andy's
1: got something to say about well, it. Well, I mean, I think this is it's just inevitable because I think these this round of consoles are starting to come towards the end of their life cycles. But that every time E3 comes around, there's there's rumours as to whether or not we're going to get some kind of yeah. a an announcement. I think. There seems to be more about whether or not Sony are thinking about making some kind of a hardware concept. announcement
0: for this E3. Mm. Mm. But
1: I mean, I, but I, I think I think this is that's just the same speculation as you get every year. Just people, yeah. it's almost certainly just clickbait stuff more than that's else, exactly but. what I was
2: going to say. Because the only people I've seen talking about it are clickbait websites that click yeah. on it, going, "There's been no announcement about it." Yeah. Like, when is the new <laughs> PlayStation Five going to be out? You want to know? It's like we don't know. Brilliant. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I think there's going to be.
3: Well, we also had uh, a week or so so ago, or two weeks ago, where a Sony executive basically said the PlayStation 4 is approaching its end of its life cycle. So Mm. that's where a lot of that speculation has started to pop up. So I'm not going to be, I won't be surprised if we don't hear anything this year, but I think next year we'll
0: probably start to hear
3: something about the next generation. Mm.
0: Yeah I think there's talk about new Nvidia graphics cards as well coming out for the PC for the PC game types because they're about due for another one so that will be the 1180 or whatever that comes out and that might drive the next generation of chips that go into the next the next uh, console so.
2: now would be a good time for me to settle an old score go with on. someone I work with right who told me 5 ye- no 3 or 4 years ago that the Steam Box was going to replace all the consoles <laughs> and make them redundant He's clearly Ooh. wrong. He's, he's very wrong. Very wrong. So that I was about the same. Steve, <laughs> is he? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not naming names, but. Uh.
0: He didn't talk about the Oya as well, did he, as being the next big no, thing? Because that was obsessed, another disaster.
2: Obsessed with Total War games as well. I think
1: Steam also probably around the same sort of time that Steam brought out the Steam controller as
2: well didn't it it was this really weird thing
1: with like trackpads and stuff like that I
2: I was also told that that was going to change the face of controllers (laughs) so uh,
0: all of of this and now you know Gabe Newell's basically given up completely right so Steam has now just become a dumping ground for absolute
2: crap oh it's trash isn't it like Um, I was thinking about this the other day I I watched that Jim Sterling one where he was banging on about uh, weirdly after we talked about Active Shooter he Mm. was talking about Active Shooter two days later and He was just talking about You say we're ahead of Jim Sterling. (laughs) We are two days ahead of him. Um, (laughs) But he was talking about the fact that that Steam will just let anything on. And it it really is. It has become that point where I'm looking for a new game to play. I type in real-time strategy or something and you end up with a bunch of garbage.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if you've got any interest whatsoever, anybody that's listening into the Steam Greenlight or the the Steam store, watch any of Jim Sterling's videos because they're quite revealing on that subject.
2: Although he does like... Dark Souls. He
0: does like Dark Souls, and that's one place where him and I differ.
1: I um, I, after the last pod, we were talking about Dark Souls, and uh, we've discussed the idea of me maybe doing a bit yeah. of a playthrough yeah. just to yeah. see. I actually then went and watched a little bit of um, uh, some some people streaming of playing the re- the Dark yeah. Souls Remaster. Hmm? Uh, it looks fucking awful. <laughs> yes, this is exactly
0: why we might do it. <laughs> Yeah, I think that will be an excellent series. Yeah. I, I think we might have to crack on with that. But yeah, okay, so. Before think... we get
3: away from E3, can I toss out yeah, a couple of things I'm yeah. interested in seeing? I want to see. Well, first off, I'm kind of worried, so I kind of want to see Anthem from BioWare. I want to see what this game is all about. I want to see whether or not BioWare can basically kind of come back from the critical failure that was Mass Effect Andromeda. So Was, I want to see whether or not BioWare still has it or not.
0: That will be interesting. Was Anthem the one that we saw at the previous E3 that had those guys like flying on jetpacks through some kind of alien jungle world? Was that Anthem? No, I don't think so. I think all Which we've really seen that? from it are just a couple of like screenshots or videos. Oh, uh, okay. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so, uh, I think a good a good BioWare game would be fantastic, wouldn't it? But I I wonder it was pretty disastrous wasn't it andromeda yeah it was.
3: well yeah andromeda was pretty disastrous and they pretty much shelved the mass effect universe for now just because Mm. it was so critically poorly received but now you know they're kind of hedging everything on this new anthem game which is supposed to be a multiplayer game it's going to be one of those games as a service thing kind of like you know overwatch and fortnite so they're they're kind of hedging all their bets on this and I'm nervous for them because I want to see whether or not this is going to be a success or if it's going to be you know, something where they're just kind of shoving it out just to try to get anything out that's going to get attention to them but it's going to end up ultimately killing the studio is what I'm afraid of because yeah, so I just I, I don't know what's going to I don't know what it's going to be, and that makes me nervous. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, quite. I think, you know, uh, what, what do we have, Dragon Age? When was the last Dragon Age game? That's quite a long Inquisition, time ago now. I would have thought. That's been about three, four years ago, about, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I, think, obviously, everyone is waiting on Red Dead, but because Rockstar kind of do things odd to their own accord, right, um, that game is not going to feature an E3. And likewise, with Studio uh, CD Project Red, they will do stuff to their own tune as well, because they have that... Um, Uh, that futuristic cyberpunk uh, RPG thing coming out which I've forgotten the name Uh, it's called like cyberpunk something or other um, and that would be really cool but again I don't think they get involved with E3 I no. well
1: they, and,
2: they don't need it as a launchpad do they no no, no. So they, they, they have they've got, their got their own, own yeah. Yeah. it's the same as Blizzard because Blizzard have BlizzCon where they announce all their stuff so they, they never participate in, in E3 to it to the same extent as other companies
0: mm. so yeah so I think E3 is going to be cool it's going to be in a couple of weeks time we'll get a load more news out of that but apart from uh, the stuff that's been in uh, the news this week what's been going on in your life Matt Angel my life yes
2: uh gaming wise or well, just, just in general, general. Well, i mean
0: we've got a pod to fill because i haven't okay. done a quiz well so. <laughs> we,
2: yesterday I, I spent the day in a field which was amazing uh so yes good.
0: seeing nick cave and kylie yeah,
2: yeah i went off to the all points east i, I saw patty smith she was amazing Very i saw nice. courtney barnett she was great uh but nick cave was just something else yet again so awesome. uh, uh, yeah dragged kylie on stage well he didn't drag her on stage it wasn't <laughs> like some sort of like he, he did get like half well i say half the crowd that would be like twenty thousand people but it was yeah. a significant number of crowd on the stage. The, the security looked like they were, were having a coronary at one point. It was fantastic. So um yeah yeah absolutely brilliant. Um oh, so very uh, nice. had a wonderful time. But uh gaming wise I've I've been playing a couple of Lovecraft games so oh, I'm, go on. So I mentioned that, that there hasn't really been a sort of triple A um, or even like a high budget um uh, Lovecraft style game but but there are there have been quite a few sort of um indie indie style ones so I I started playing through Darkest Dungeon again, so I downloaded this for the PS4 about a couple of years ago and uh, couldn't really get into it. And so I actually bought it on the iPad for five quid because yeah. it's something I could duck in and out of, and I've become massively addicted to it. So um, it's 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 a a RPG, it's side scrolling RPG, okay. Dungeon Delver. Uh, but you get you've got a health bar, but you've also got a sanity bar, and if if are <laughs> if your uh, people get stressed. They can develop quirks, negative quirks. So like kleptomania where they'll steal all your loot and things like that. (laughs) And, And so effectively you can get these positive and negative quirks. So you end up building up these characters that, and you can have a roster of like 21 characters but you can only take four into the dungeons but they've all got different classes Ooh, nice. but the classes aren't like elf, dwarf things like that it's like crusader you can get lepers lepers are brilliant <laughs> they're, they're like really really powerful but they've got absolutely no accuracy it's, oh, it's brilliant no. but you end up with like so I've got these really sort of I've got level 6 heroes I've got level 1 heroes but the level 6 heroes I've become quite attached to but they tell you not to become attached to these right? because it constantly saves so every every decision you make lasts so if a character Mm. if you go into a dungeon you're not equipped and one of your characters gets really unlucky which they can which i'll talk about in a minute um they can die and they're gone that's 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 like cannon fodder yeah yeah no oh yeah 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 yeah. well it's it's like XCOM. you remember when you lose your character yeah yeah yeah, but you could always reload XCOM and have that character back you can't do that with darkest dungeon
0: um but it's brilliant
2: it's absolutely brilliant um there is a problem with it, like I shouldn't like this game it's It's really, really hard, and it's it's hard unnecessarily right um it's It's quite stressful <laughs> because you're sending these characters in that you've had for, like I've played it for about thirty hours, okay. and there's one character who's been there since the start. And i'm scared to send him on missions just in case he gets unlucky because there is a lot of rng as well so okay and i don't like rng plus difficulty because generally that means you can get really unlucky and it's hard anyway but I'm enjoying it so much because it's very funny. It's got a narrator who talks through all the dungeon. And so if you like kill someone, he'll go a sickening blow. And it's just really, really, <laughs> it's really hammy. I've got, I've got a soundboard, which I'll, I'll well, I, I can find a soundboard and I'll play some of the stuff for you guys later. And it's just very, very funny. Nice. Um, so I've been loving that. The other one I've played is really, really weird. It's called cultist simulator. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it's a card game on steam. Right. Um, and it's one of the oddest games I've ever ever played. And it's, effectively, you're a normal person trying to start a cult. Or you may not be trying to start a cult, but it's a card game. And have you ever played Doodle God?
1: No. Mm, no.
2: So Doodle God is where you start off with two um, things, and you mix them together, and you get a third thing. And then you try and make different things using, uh, okay. like, so effectively you'll get water and fire, you'll mix them together, you'll get steam. You'll then mix steam and fire, and you might get okay, clouds Okay, okay, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. It's a bit like that, where you start off with three cards, one of which is health, one of which is money, and one of which is your job. And the only thing you've got at the moment, at the start, is do. So you do your job. So you do your job, you get money, and you get another thing. (sighs) Then another thing, which is explore. So you might find like a a card that says bookshop. And so you drop the bookshop in, and it might go, you Ah, find a book. Yes, I do know this. It's really, really odd. But the worst thing is, it's real time, so that takes time to do your job um but at the same time you need to eat so there's another timer on the right hand side which takes one of your money each time
0: yeah And if you run out of money yeah. you starve
2: in the game ends. i do
0: remember this it's almost like spinning plates isn't yeah. it you've got to keep yeah, all the plates indeed. spinning um, oh that sounds like stress to it, me huh? it, you can pause it at any time
2: <laughs> okay. to figure out what you do but there's different ways of finishing so one game i played i was a police officer and I was trying to investigate a crime, and you can actually do it by just doing the job and finding out who did the crime. But the other thing you can do is just start a cult and recruit the people you're investigating. Nice, <laughs> um, but it's really difficult. It's quite stressful, but um, at the same point, it's the weirdest game I've ever played. I love it. It's so Lovecraftian. It's yeah. by the same, well, it's by the same creator who did *Sunless Sea*, which was another okay. indie, uh, Lovecraft game, which was fantastic. So, um, I'd recommend it. It's just so odd. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well,
0: that sounds pretty cool, actually. I mean, I've been at the other end of the uh, gaming spectrum because this week um, FIFA 18 dropped the World Cup mode. (laughs) So um, because we're all getting very excited about the World Cup over here, I decided to have a go on that. And uh, it was quite good. But what made it really good was that I socialised all of my results. And I think that was making it much more interesting than it really was. Because we were basically pretending like we were really in the tournament. And so I was sending the results, oh my God, England have beaten Romania
1: 1-0 in the third round knockout game. It was like pretty good. And we were were getting updates in the semi-final and stuff. And I was actually starting to get really nervous.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But it's quite nice. At least, I, for once, at least they've done something for free that they've given away for that game, which mm. is pretty good. Um, so I was enjoying that, and it was all branded as well for the World Cup, so I got to look at like what the World Cup branding oh, would be like, which is very cool, that's actually. Great. Yeah, so that was quite good fun. The other thing that I haven't been playing, but I've really thought about purchasing, and maybe one of you guys has seen it, is a game that's on offer at the moment in the PlayStation Store called Old Man's
1: Journey. Oh, I've seen that. It looks like a little kind of cartoony. It stylized looks beautiful. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I've not seen what kind of game it is though.
0: No, I think it's a point-and-click adventure. I okay. think basically, but it looks absolutely beautiful. It's kind of like a hand-drawn art game where uh, all of the scenes look like they're cut out of paper, like and hand-painted, hand-drawn. It looks absolutely fantastic, and it's on offer for seven ninety-nine. So I think, especially given my injury and that I can't play proper games, <laughs> I might invest in Old Man's Journey.
2: Sounds good. Well, mm. I've never heard of that, mm. so.
1: Yeah, I mean, I only, I only saw it just because I was browsing around on the PlayStation Store. Um, I've not played a whole lot of video games over the last week at all. Um, I played a little bit of Fortnite with you guys. Yeah. Um, I I dived back into Far Cry Five, oh. and I found, and I found something a little bit concerning, and that is the fact that after kind of having done. So it's kind of split into three if you yeah. like the map's split into three kind of areas, and you kind of solve each area you I mean you can you can stray off that if you want, but I finished the first first third, but just by the nature of the game, there are a bunch of uh, there's a bunch of things that you uh, like side missions and bits and pieces and stuff that you can you don't have to have completed to finish that area and now my my kind of my 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 completest nature wants to go off and finish all those things but i also find it a chore and i find it boring yes. and so i've not gone so this is because i'm also, welcome to far cry yeah and it's also because i'm just, this is how i'm shit at doing open world games and i've got mm. no discipline like what i need to do is fuck all those things off i don't need to worry about them yeah and just go off and do the the story missions in the new areas yes but but so so it might lose me this game but Partly just because I'm not very good at playing this kind of game properly. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. So it I might be it. entirely my fault, but we'll see. But I'll, I'm going to have a go at actually just ploughing through a little bit.
0: I get it. It became a pretty major grind for me by the end, to be honest. Yeah. So I'm not surprised at all. Scruff, what have you been playing over there? I have just finished
3: 100%ing God of War. So I just finished that entire game. 100%ed it?
0: yeah well i'm okay
3: there's like there's like a few lore pieces i didn't find those aren't required for
0: trophies so i didn't care about that well done so (laughs) did you get the the platinum trophy then yeah. Fucking hell. So. Well done, sir. Very good. I'll give you a coin if I can find yeah. the button. I, I oh, haven't done
2: go. that, but that's because I played <laughs> the story mode and then I lost interest in the side mission. So I, I <laughs> give happen. my copy to Andy. So yeah. that was
3: it. I, I, I deliberately avoided the, the main storyline just as much as possible because I was having so much fun doing the side missions and I'm like, if I finish the game then i'm not going to want to go back and finish the yeah, side mission yeah. so let's yes let's, Which is, let's, let's hold off let's let's delay that as long as possible
2: that's where i got to but i still even having played mainly just the, the story mission and yes it's it's relatively short it's not quite uncharted short mm. i don't feel ripped off having played full price for that it, it's just such all. a wonderful story so yeah,
0: yeah yeah very cool well i'm very impressed you did the platinum Matt. that is uh that's quite something. Not bad.
3: It was was relatively easy. It wasn't nearly as difficult as I thought it was going to be. So once I got into it and kind of figured out, I was like, okay, I can take down these Valkyries. Let's go for it. Let's see if we can make it happen. So it
1: worked.
3: The most tedious part was finding all of the ravens scattered around the various realms that you have (laughs) to interact with. And that was, that was tedious. I'm not going to lie. I did cheat and look up some where to find some of them because otherwise yeah, I was going to go crazy. Me. I
2: bet, I don't think that's cheating. No, I think you're fine. That's think, a resource these days. It's not like you put the code and exactly. instantly found them, so.
0: No, exactly. Oh, well that's very good. So yeah. the other thing uh I guess yeah. what what I was going to talk about before we go into our weekly top 5 was uh, we were playing some more Fortnite. We had uh we had a surprise victory the other day which mm, was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. And we we hadn't had a victory for quite a while. I don't think, and then that one cropped up out of, uh, out of nowhere, and Andy's been driving us through the challenges, which I am now very much into as well, and there's a few new things that have happened, the thing I do like about Fortnite, to be fair to Epic, there's there's always stuff happening, Like even we, we play pretty regularly, yeah. but it seems like when we log in, once a week even maybe, there's a new thing, yeah. which is pretty cool
1: yeah there's there yeah there's there's an update once or twice a week now there i mean i think they do pretty much an update every time the new weekly challenges come in don't they um the, one of the great things about it, since they've since this new season, season four started, is they've completely themed the map with the kind of meteor and the superhero themes and stuff. Um, yep. Sometimes that's that's added some things to the map. It's it's actually detracted a little bit from the map from, from for, for a cert, for certain few things because obviously we're not happy with the fact they got rid of the prison. Well, the prison is very different. True, um, but like, but as the as the the has gone on. They've been developing the map, so yes, like, like, yeah, yeah. like little the, things the, have been changing. Like the craters are being filled in, and there's like mm. there's like kind of like like trucks, like trucks around, yeah, like yeah. full of like the the rocks and stuff like that. So we got
2: very excited by yeah. that,
1: didn't we? <laughs> so so it is, it's really cool. They're putting lots of there's lots of time, thought, energy, and detail in, 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 into it now. So so that's you know and this this is a great way to keep people interested in it because yes. it's kind of yeah, something yeah. you want to go and look for, see what they've done to the yeah. done to the game next. So and they they're also bringing in a lot more of the um, the. Lin- limited time modes as well. So they're they're starting to put them on serious heavy rotation. There's a new one, which is the 20V20V20V20V20. Yeah, we tried that, didn't we, last night? It's... it's, it's okay, I kind of didn't
0: really, like, our team died straight away, which made it very hard for us. Yeah.
1: I, I think I think it's one that you want to roll in on a full squad, a full squad of four, so I think it's one that, uh, I think there's there's more to, to more enjoyment to be had there, yeah. um, I think in that respect, but yeah, you're right, we did it, our entire team of 20 basically died really quickly, it was just me and Si who were left on our yeah. team, we didn't last very long after that, we, we took a couple of fellas down though, so... Um, but yeah, so the, so they're keeping it mixed up. They're keeping it interesting. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's there's plenty to go
2: on that game yet. Yes. Yeah, there were there were two things that I got like two of my favourite things in Fortnite over the last week have been uh, me, you, and Sai making finding a hatch in the middle of the forest and just oh, getting very yeah. excited. Like, even though we can get in it, we were just getting very excited about there was a hatch there. Yeah. Um, and the other thing was just me and Andy just having great fun with the shopping trolley. So yeah. <laughs> yes,
0: I don't know Scruff if we told you about that. We found a hatch
1: like a lost style hatch yeah it was like just in the forest very odd and it was just sort of sat there like it's really funny because I had seen nothing about this this hatch anywhere and then so I thought well I'm going to actually go on so I kind of went on to Reddit and stuff like that and then did a search yeah. for Fortnite hatch only to find somebody had found it 20 weeks ago oh ok fine <laughs> it we're might have been m- 20 days ago actually we're just not very off. perceptive Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there we go
0: yeah, so I think Fortnite is a game that keeps on giving at the moment. So uh, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. we're still playing through it, and I'm still enjoying it. Although I do feel like we're we're having worse games more often. That's just my general feeling.
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, I think we, I think we, I think we have phases. I think, I think a lot of it depends on how much we're paying attention. That is true. I yeah. really do. <laughs> um, and yeah, but um, we, I, our win count is still ticking over. Yeah. I, mean, I think yeah, we've yeah. won three in the last few weeks. Okay. So nice. I don't. I, I think we're all right. As
0: long as we win one, like, as long as we win one in every twenty, I feel like okay, good. yeah. Like there we go. Uh, we're, we're back in
1: business.
2: I mean, we're we're often in like top five, so that uh, is true. I, I think it's all right. Yeah, we're consistently up there.
0: Right, I think we'll take a little quick break, and then we're going to come back with our top five this week. And our top five this week is top five power-ups. So prepare yourself for that, and we'll be back in just one moment. Right, we are back. So this week we're going to do our top five, and it's going to be top five power-ups. So starting with you, Matt Holland. No, maybe not. <laughs> we won't start with Matt Holland. We'll start with Matt Angel.
2: Right, okay. Uh I've got two just in case. One of them is cheating, so I'm gonna leave that in case we need an extra one. Okay. Uh but the one I'm gonna talk about first is uh it's it's from a very, very old game. I think it may have been in the more recent ones, but uh it's the uh, Berserker um, little crate from Doom. Shit, that was my one. Was it? Okay. <laughs> that is because it is, in my opinion, the greatest power up of all amazing. time. It is So yes. in the original Doom, you pick it, like, I remember the first time I picked it up. I, I, I don't know how old I was. I must have been about sort of like 12 or 13 or something. And you, you're playing this game and, and suddenly the screen goes red and you're like, what's going on? And suddenly you are just killing, like, all the monsters left, right and centre. Because it does something like, buff your damage by like 10 times or something it's
0: super super satisfying because it puts you into you know like you do the glory kills where you time them up and you rip the enemies apart it just that's all you do so you drop your weapon and you just run around tearing enemies apart See, it's so i'm cool. talking
2: about the one in the original game so it's like oh, all it's yeah. doing is like you're having to hit these things like three or four times normally you are one-shotting these massive monsters but your screen's bright red and it's gradually just the colors draining out of it and it's then gradually so cool. it goes back to normal it just just the most wonderful power up in terms of of a
1: game yeah. that, that's just reminded me it's, it's not a power up, but it's worth mentioning because it's, it's vaguely related um, uh, on um, Grand Theft Auto uh, Five, Trevor's Rampage missions oh, yeah. where we're just out of, out of nowhere you just go on these rampages and you just go berserk and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. just
2: like kill like a hundred rednecks or whatever. But you had similar things in Diablo 3 where you'd get a berserker mode and you'd just start munching through everywhere. But I think Doom was the most satisfying because it was so hard normally and then suddenly you've got this thing and you're just like right, where is it? Like it's the equivalent of, of like you know getting the pack pill in in yes. like uh, Pac Man where you yeah. instead of running away from things yeah. you are actually going come here. Yeah.
0: The uh, the hunted becomes the hunter. Yeah, yeah, that's indeed. why it's so good. Yeah, I love it.
2: Yeah, so that's mine. That's mine. The Berserker. Uh, well, it's mine and yours. Uh, the Berserker <laughs> pack from Doom.
0: Very nice. And maybe maybe I can get Matt uh, Matt Holland again this time for his.
3: I'm here. I'm there here. The are. sound just went dead on my end for nah. I like five seconds. I don't know why.
0: <laughs> we got you now.
3: Yep. All right. So I, I was also going to toss in two possible entries. So my my first one is the an old classic. So we're going to go for the power pellets from the Pac-Man series. That's Very the ultimate good. power up right there. It's like that that's exactly what it's for. It's to give you a little extra boost. It's to so you can take out the ghosts so you're not having to constantly run away from them. It it's it's the classic power-up. Quick, so that, Quick that, question, is that the
0: first power-up in a game? It's a think? great question. I was just thinking that. I bet it is. I, I remember doing it and the first time I ate that pill it was I did did and I was like, "Shit, it was so
1: cool." <laughs> in what in that one in is the missile defense thing was that before Was that would that have been before Pac-Man? Were there any power-ups in that? Actually, I'm not sure there were. Yeah, there weren't any in Missile Command. No. What about Breakout?
2: Was that before?
1: (sighs) Breakout did have power-ups, but it wouldn't have been before Pac-Man. No,
0: I I don't think so. I would
2: guess that Space Invaders has them. Uh,
0: Yeah, you could shoot that spaceship, but I think it was just extra points. I don't know if you actually got a power-up. Yeah, you're probably right. It's a very good question. Some research, we could have sounded super knowledgeable. Yeah. But instead, we'll just speak confidently Today. and people
2: will believe. Sorry, Matt, I interrupted you then because I was very excited that you <laughs> may have come up with the first paragraph ever. <laughs> but.
3: It may be pretty close. It's got to be pretty close, I would imagine. I don't know if it's the first. I'm sure somebody would know what the actual first one was, but I don't think... Maybe that maybe that was it. So, who knows? Anyway, my next one uh, goes back to the game that I just finished playing. I was going to talk about Kratos' Rage Power, where right. you build up rage in the God of War games, and then you just basically... you. In, in the current game, you basically just drop all your weapons and you just go punch the shit out of things.
2: <laughs> it's it's very it's much great. like the Berserk mode Unch- on Doom.
0: Yeah, yeah, similar kind of and thing. Just
3: you unleash holy hell on any enemy who's in your way, and it's just it's so visceral and so satisfying. It just you you feel just it, you feel completely empowered by it, and it lasts a good long while. So I've just I I loved just you know and I would get my rage fully built up and I would just be able to go whale on whoever was getting in my way and it was fantastic I loved it
1: I love this my I feel like my my power-ups are really kind of quite are quite quite sedate, because you, <laughs> you guys are talking about these ones that are building up rage and killing out and mercilessly murdering thousands of innocent or possibly guilty <laughs> uh, people. Um, but yeah, my, mine are all quite, quite sedate and, and quite boring in, in, in retrospect. Um, you, you remind one of mine, I mean, I've got a few to talk through and you can pick which ones, whichever ones you want to, but um, one of mine, you've reminded me of one of mine, which is... Um, and I, I forget which Mario game it is, but it's in one of the one of the Mario games where it's the super super. Mushroom, yeah, that yeah. makes you fucking massive. Like, makes you the size of the screen, That's and you awesome. just go
2: charging through <laughs> yeah. through the level. That was on the DS version of yes. Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, it, that was
1: the new Super Mario Brothers. So good, though. Well, what what I loved about that is because it, it, it's kind of because it was a great version of the game. And there's lots of kind of thinking to do. There's lots of jumping around. It's kind of you know, it's quite they're they're hard, not hard hard works the wrong the wrong word, but they require a bit of concentration, a bit of skill, and stuff like that. And and just for that moment, it is, it is just complete and total one 100 like relaxation you're just charging through there's like a degree of satisfaction because all the pipes go flying up in the air yeah. and there's literally nothing that can kill you because <laughs> even on like the invincibility things and stuff you can still fall down, down the yeah, holes yeah. and stuff yeah. whereas this this is it and it's like it's like the, the the bullet when you're coming fucking massively last in mario kart one of the later mario karts mm. you just oh thank god for that i'm just gonna like just have a break and relax for yeah, a few seconds dull. don't even Do have that. To steer you're yeah just yeah. like it's fine yeah. So very nice. um, I love that. Um, the one one of my other fa- favorite power ups, and this is actually a combination of two power ups, um, and and in fact it's actually completely opposite of what I've just said. Um, <laughs> but it was it's in um, Sonic and Sonic Two when you could combine the the super speed boots and the invincibility thing and when you went so fucking fast the the screen couldn't even remotely keep up with you and you would go absolutely (laughs) flying off and the screen would be like charging along like trying to catch up and eventually you get to a point either you'd landed on some spikes and died or you'd completed the level Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's a, a great shout ridiculous. I'd totally
0: forgotten about that but that is a fantastic shout that one I used to love that it's because it was just that like, you couldn't believe how fast he was going <laughs> yeah. and so it's already a fast game so yeah. it was
2: crazy yeah, yeah really yeah, really is stuff that is very cool
1: uh, I've got a couple more they're not really power ups because um, they're kind of just standard weapons in a game mm-hmm. um, but in in Mario Kart the green shell in Mario Kart, I fucking loved in in the original Snes version of it yeah. because I was excellent at it. <laughs> <laughs> like there, it, there was nothing more satisfying because what you could do is you could lock yourself in a slide and you could fire it essentially behind you yeah. by mm. firing it to the left, and so you could you could almost aim it. And so so you, you, if you were any good at, it, or what you could do is if you have got like a turn coming up, yeah. you could fire it off and then turn and it would bounce off the wall and hit the person who was coming nice. in behind you and stuff like that and I and I got really and it was so so super satisfying yeah. um, once you once you got good and you could you could nail that um, and also on top of that the banana skins because again there was nothing more satisfying yes. than somebody one of your mates behind you who fucking sounds really smug because the fucker's got a red shell <laughs> and he's sat there and, he, and you can hear they go do 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 a red shells coming and then you drop the little banana skin behind you and like scupper
2: their awesome. red shell I love yeah, that
0: very good very good need
2: uh there's one that i want to talk about it's not yeah. technically a power up but i was i was reading about it the other day and it just it just made me very happy about games in general so it's it's going back to the original uh divinity original sin mm. and uh there's this story that came out around uh something called the lava core which was a single use spell that you could effectively craft if you got quite lucky it's it was super rare um But it enabled you to one-shot the final boss, which was really, really hard. (laughs) That's pretty (laughs) cool. And there's a lovely story where this guy met... um met one of the designers at a conference or something and the guy was talking about going I love Divinity Original Sin and the, the designer was like oh, oh how did you find the how long did it take you to do the final boss and he was like oh I one-shotted him and the, <laughs> the guy was like that's not possible oh well which mod did you use and he went I didn't use a mod and he was like that's not possible so the game designer thought <laughs> it was impossible but the idea was that this this, just, this spell just generated lava once in right. a single place and lava in Divinity Original Sin will kill anything Right. and so, so when he explained this to this guy the guy was like we didn't design it that way, <laughs> like, but the fact that this this one single power up exists that this guy held on to till the final boss and just one shot it—that is very and cool. The this, I, I just thought it was such a lovely story. Yeah, that's very cool. brilliant
1: stuff.
0: Nice. So, what have we got on the list then? I think we're putting in the Sonic double power up thing, which is awesome. We're going to put in uh, the Pac Man original pill because that yeah. is the business. We're going to put in Doom Berserker. Yeah, but I'm tempted to put in the Doom Berserker twice
2: later ones and earlier ones yes the
0: 2016 and original doom berserkers which leaves one more space which i think this week we will give to the giant super mario power up nice
2: happy with that yeah very happy with that lovely stuff
0: nice indeed and i think gentlemen that brings us to the end of our slightly shorter than usual show this week but again we've covered some very important ground i think we've all moved forward we've all grown as people we've all had a great time So I'm going to ask you, uh, in order as usual, to say goodnight. So I'm going to say uh, goodbye, Andy. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, Matthew Angel. Bye. And goodbye, Matt Holland. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. And I'm going to fire up our uh, fantastic music as we listen once again to the beautiful Overture from Overwatch, a game that none of us play anymore, but is ironically still a major feature of this show. So, <laughs> ladies and gents, please enjoy this, and we'll see you next week on the Idiot Gamer Podcast. Ah! <laughs>